millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We had a beautiful weekend in the northeastern states and parts of the Ohio Valley, even the mid-Atlantic. But thunderstorms are starting to boil up in the middle of the country. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by AccuWeather.com's Bernie Reno, and this is Weather Insider for Monday, June 24th. We are at episode number 81, and Bernie, uh, we had a derecho, uh, some people even call it a land hurricane, uh, move uh, across the country on Friday with uh, straight line winds uh, that uh, extended over hundreds of miles, caused all kinds of uh, problems, moved very rapidly from the Mississippi Valley, right on into the southeastern states. And it's really a it's a big cluster of thunderstorms that uh, just holds together and oftentimes uh, out at the leading edge of it has uh, what some people refer to as a gust front yeah. or a line of heavy thunderstorms. It just holds together and moves quickly. And uh, because of that, it can have hurricane force, so wind gusts, and uh, causes all kinds of damage. So let's talk about that first, and then obviously we want to talk about the uh, potential for something like that happening this coming week because we've seen th- situations like this happen maybe on average a couple times during yeah. each summer. Well, let's talk about what happened on Friday when we were last with you. We watched those line of thunderstorms start in Kansas City, go through St. Louis, go across southern Illinois, southern Indiana, go across uh, 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 middle and eastern Tennessee. And then those thunderstorms kind of spread out across the uh, parts of Georgia. And then they went all the way to the coast of north, northern and southern Carolina. In fact, some of the strongest wind gusts that we have with these thunderstorms were in coastal parts of the Carolinas. So that's what these kind of systems do. They're long lived. They go, they're supposed to go uh, 250 miles at least or more, that's or right. more, but at least 250 miles with continual wind damage. And I think that this certainly was a setup for that. What really fuels these thunderstorms, Evan is heat, heat, uh, they, you typically see them around the rim of a high-pressure system aloft. That's why you see a lot of them during the July-August months, but you can see them certainly early part of the year, and we saw that on Friday and the Saturday. And it's not just a line of thunderstorms, but generally there's a there can be an area of, of fairly significant rain there behind, can be. behind, the, sure. behind the, the line of storms that is at the leading edge of this. So why... Why does that happen? Why do that? Why did the particular case a few times during the summer does one of these systems hold together as opposed to a line of thunderstorms that you get that kind of forms and and 
falls apart and reforms and so on. This is something unusual because it holds together. The it whole holds time. together. And why I th- is that? I think the key to those situations because you don't get them much, as you mentioned. But the key, the key, what keeps those thunderstorms going is the heat that occurs to the south and usually southwest of where those storms move. If you think about it, we had all this excessive heat across western Texas where temperatures were in the 90s and 100s. You had all this low-level moisture, dew point temperatures in the 70s, and it's almost like with the fuel for these thunderstorms, the heat and the high humidity that continues to flow into these storms and keep them going until they eventually run out of real estate or move away from its heat source. Well, that never happened uh, on Friday, and that's why they were long-lived. And damaging winds, you see a lot of that with these systems. Because you have the straight-line winds, and and this term comes from Spanish term that means straight. So it's because they're straight-line winds and they're straight lines of these uh, storms. Bernie, you mentioned dew point temperature. Dew point temperature, uh, we have humidity, but the dew point temperature actually tells you the absolute amount of moisture in the air uh, because you can have a relative humidity of 100 mm-hmm. percent at 30 degrees or at 80 degrees and at 80 degrees this atmosphere can hold a lot more moisture and okay. just to give you a quick yes, thing, the dew point temperature is what we look for for severe weather is 60 yeah the dew point temperatures that we had that were feeding into these storms were 65 to 70 degree dew point that's a lot of moisture and again a lot of heat and that's Bernie, why the highest dew continue. point i ever saw was at salisbury maryland 83 yeah i was in savannah georgia <laughs> one time with a dew point of and I can tell you that is it, that is it, you don't even want to be outside. It's for that. debilitating. Yeah. It's it debilitating. is. Thank, thank goodness for air conditioning. Okay, so we have the potential for some actual some severe storms uh, late Monday, Monday evening, Monday night uh, across uh, the eastern Ohio Valley and into the Appalachians from uh, well western Pennsylvania on down even toward Atlanta. Yeah. Talk about how strong those storms are going to be. And then there may be some more storms maybe later in the week in the middle of the country. So we want to focus on those two situations. Well, the system that produced the severe weather over the weekend, an upper level low, uh, low pressure in the upper part of the atmosphere, is now lifting across the upper Midwest today. There's going to be, on uh, Monday, there's going to be two areas of severe weather Monday afternoon. The first area is going to be underneath that upper low. That would be across Wisconsin and northern Illinois. That would include cities like Milwaukee, Madison, Green Bay, home of my beloved Packers. You knew I'd have to throw that in. And, you know, Bernie, I, 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 everyone has to be clued into this. I was driving on Friday afternoon, and we were stopped <laughs> at a red light, and the car in front of me said it had a license plate. Yes, it did. It said, it said Green Bay Packers in some abbreviation, and, and I, since we were stopped, I took my phone out, and I took a picture of that license plate, and I texted it to Bernie. And I said, brilliant individual. Uh, Yes, he did. I did. All right. Anyway, let's get back to the weather. So underneath that upper low, Madison, Green Bay, Chicago, Milwaukee, some thunderstorms Monday afternoon. Those will likely produce some small hail, gusty winds. The other area to watch for is uh, Monday afternoon, Monday evening across eastern parts of Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, and all the way down into the southeast. Those thunderstorms, uh, they're going to be widely separated. It's not like the thunderstorms that we saw this weekend. We had this big cluster of rain and thunderstorms. These are going to, if you look at it on the radar and AccuWeather.com, they'll be dots. They look like little measles. That's what I think that's going to happen across Wisconsin and Illinois. But the thunderstorms in Ohio and western Pennsylvania, they could organize into a line. 
and I think the biggest threat with those thunderstorms will be some damaging wind gusts, but they're not going to be widespread. It's nothing like we saw Friday and over the weekend. And what about uh, as we get into the middle or maybe even latter stages of the week out in uh, portions of the upper upper Midwest, uh, upper Mississippi Valley, there's been some talk that there may be some heavy Mm. storms there. You're a little skeptical. I'm skeptical about that because what's happening, Evan, is we're going to have another big dip in the jet stream in the northwestern United States as another upper load comes in. So when that jet stream dips in the west, what happens in the central part of the country? The jet stream is forced northward. So my concern is by Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, any storms that we see are going to be up across central parts of Canada, maybe maybe across Manitoba and on Ontario. So I believe the upper Midwest and upper Mississippi Valley, I think thunderstorms are going to be few and far between. But the big thing about this week, Evan, across much of this country, especially in the east, it's going to be drier after we have that upper low leave on Tuesday. And it's going to be warmer. Not that we're going to be breaking records, but it's going to be warmer than what we had last week, certainly. Well, and it's interesting because we really haven't had uh, prolonged summertime weather. And the other interesting thing is that probably in the middle of the country where there's been so much rain, it's going to be really hard to get record high temperatures this summer because the ground is just so wet and so much of the energy will be used to evaporate the moisture, not heat up the ground that heats up the the low levels of the atmosphere that cause the warm temperatures. And you know what, Evan, and on AccuWeather.com, we have footage of what it looks like and what the damage was in Davenport, Iowa, from the Mississippi River. And you could see a lot of structural damage. We've talked about the agriculture, but there's a lot of damage near that river in many cities uh, along the Mississippi. And it's going to take quite some time to get a lot of these infrastructure problems fixed. So you want to check those out on AccuWeather.com. We'll be back on Tuesday to talk about uh, is there any more severe weather risk. And in the meantime, I'm going to be out searching for more license plates that Bernie likes. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 